It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Rinpak as we break down the three-game Tuesday NBA DFS Slate. What a wild day today was. Uh, a lot of stuff that was going around, a lot of moving parts. If you played Detroit, yay. Uh, if you played Ben Simmons, nay. If you played Dwight Howard, no. God, it was awful. Uh, talk to me about your day, Rinpak. Yeah, it uh, Dwight Howard summed it up in a nutshell. Uh, kind of sunk a ton of my lineups across all the sites. So it's uh, we need to put uh, today behind us. Hopefully, maybe there's a late night hammer that comes in uh, through for me in the likes of Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre potentially. But uh, on to Tuesday's three game slate we go. I saw Hamadou Diallo had 17. I didn't enjoy seeing that. I know Carmelo's not playing well so far through the first half, so that makes me happier. I, I'm going to take that as a silver lining. We'll we'll see how it all unfolds as we go. But uh, we're we're not here to talk about yesterday. We're here to talk about your upcoming slate. So uh, so let's take a look at this Tuesday one. Uh, as always, we go position by position. Before we get started, uh, if you could just go to that bottom bar, hit subscribe. Uh, we are making a big push for 50k subscribers. If you're catching us for the first time, or uh, maybe you haven't you know hit the subscribe button yet because I, I I try to ask, but you know, it's it's one of those things that might skip my mind here or there, but hit that subscribe button. We are so, so close to 50,000 subscribers. Uh, hit the like button, hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo goes live. Uh, got done with a fun day of shows here and and there's content that's just popping out all the time. So so definitely check it out. And that's a thing that you'll you'll definitely want to follow if you if you enjoy what we do. So uh, going to the top of point guard, sitting on DraftKings, Russell Westbrook sitting at 9,600, came back, uh, after a little bit of that hiatus, I mean everybody on the Wizards came back after that hiatus. But uh, but Russell Westbrook had a had a minutes limit of twenty five minutes on him the last time out, so twenty six point five going to be tough to get there. I'm curious. I mean, I can't see him getting extended into the 30s. Not that Westbrook can't get there in 30 minutes, but on this slate, that's still going to be very, very difficult. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 8,400, and then Victor Oladipo at 7,900. The one that really pops out to me, I'm curious what his minutes will be. He only played 21 minutes the other day, too. John Wall has a steep price decline down to 6,900. Talk to me about this top end of point guard. Yeah, let's... um... I guess start where you left off, John Wall, $7,700 on FanDuel. Yeah, I, I want to see if there's any news that comes out tomorrow with his uh, minute situation. 21 minutes last time out was pretty disappointing. Uh, hopefully he gets to play 30 minutes against, you know what, his former team. So uh, John Wall was obviously one of the all-time great Wizards and all-NBA player when he was there. $7,700. We 
we know what John Wall's upside has been earlier in the season when he was playing high 30 minutes. He put up um, consistently in the mid-40 fantasy points, sometimes across uh, the 50-point th- threshold. Other options to consider in the point guard, Westbrook 9,600 seems expensive. Also another minute situation to monitor, see what Scott Brooks has to say. 9,900 on FanDuel. I'm kind of off of that, but you're going to have to pay up somewhere uh, to on tomorrow's short slate. Trey Young, 10-6. He's questionable right now. So we need to monitor that situation as well. Uh, on DK, very nice price tag, $9,100. I'll be pretty excited to play Trey Young there against tomorrow's depleted Clipper team. Donovan Mitchell, $8,400, uh, who has point guard eligibility versus the Knicks. Uh, we have to definitely have that in play. He's been very impressive. The last couple times out after Shaq kind of called him out. So maybe he's playing with a little bit of chip on his shoulder. You don't, We don't know. But $8,400, we know what Donovan Mitchell's upside can be. But he's playing against a pretty solid New York Knicks defense. So this is where we're at in 2021. Who stands on the mid-tier? Uh, Reggie Jackson starting. Uh, how do you feel about Reggie Jackson starting in that Detroit point guard price tag? So I think we buried the lead a little bit. I know we go position by position, but the Clippers pricing is, uh, I, I would say it's its going to be the main talking point of this entire slate. Uh, obviously, we have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George already ruled out going into tomorrow. Add Patrick Beverly to the list and Reggie Jackson at 6,800. Uh, don't let the sticker shock get to you. I, I, don't, I don't think it'll get to many people tomorrow once they see how they project out, but Reggie Jackson starting playing 32, 34 minutes. Uh, obviously, there are some other guys that can pick up minutes between Lou Williams, who I expect to be another popular piece, uh, but he's over at shooting guard there. Um, I guess he's point guard down there too at 5,800. He's going to be another guy on, on DraftKings that I see a lot of people going to. Uh, it's just going to be hard to get away from some of these Clippers values. At least props to the sites for taking a, a strong stance and increasing those numbers because this slate would be insane to play if you had a regularly priced $3,400, $3,600 Reggie Jackson. So I'm, I'm enjoying seeing what they did with these Clippers pricings, but it's going to be tough to like find uh, exactly which directions to go. It, it'll be come down to like ownership, who's going to be popping out of that group of guys. Uh, Lou Williams, he's been awful this year, but now you're looking at a, a pace-up spot in Atlanta. Uh, I mean, he just played 14 minutes against OKC. I mean, he's just been... I don't think he's had he's had maybe one outing. I see two outings over 30 fantasy points over on FanDuel. So over at 6,000, he's point guard eligible there too, or only point guard, excuse me. Uh, so, so I'll have some interest there. Talk to me about your preference. Do you prefer Reggie Jackson or Lou Williams? Man, uh, both those price tags on FanDuel are pretty high and even on DK. Man, I'm looking to potentially find uh, the salary to pay up for guys who I know who have performed well at their price tag all year long. One of those two might be good, but there's going to be other options and other positions to consider in Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard. We're going to have to keep an eye on that starting lineup situation. We'll see what Ty Lue ends up doing. I do expect Reggie Jackson to start. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if uh, Kennard or Terrence Mann get the other starting positions as well, along with uh, Batum. But it's going to be an uh, interesting starting lineup to see what the Clippers really roll out without their two mega studs. Yeah, and fortunately, that's the first game off the bat. So however that starting lineup comes out, we're, we're going to know before tip. Um, so so I'm excited to see what Ty Lue has in store for it tomorrow. On a, on a, it, I mean, it's not like they're super shorthanded, but they are missing like 
three starters. So that's going to be a very, very intriguing spot to see where to go. Uh, I think that's about it for me, a point guard. Uh, obviously, there'll be some some concerns over the Trey Young situation. If he ends up being out, 4800 now is Rajon Rondo's price tag. Not nearly as fun as the 3500 that I slammed in the other day when I just randomly said that he just wasn't going to play on Sunday, and, and sure enough, that happened. Uh, but we, <laughs> we have some interesting price tags coming up on Atlanta Hawks uh, later on here, too. But before we get to to that uh take a looking at shooting guard sitting at the top end on FanDuel. Uh, we've got Bradley Beal, 10,300. Um, there's really not to, a lot to say other than Bradley Beal's been very, very good this season. Only 32 minutes against San Antonio, but uh, that's fine at this point. You got to use your money somewhere. And uh, FanDuel, again, I, I keep wanting to talk about Clint Cabela so bad. I'm, I'm holding back. We're going to wait for center. Um, but sitting at shooting guard, Bradley Beal, 10,300, a good use of your, a good use of your money. Uh, moving down to Victor Oladipo, 8,800, another just price tag that jumps off. I mean, this is really just a day where it's like, wow, to some of these price tags. It's going to be really fun to like break down, even just for like a three game slate to figure out where ownership's going to go and where we might want to go based on some of these tags. But 8,800 is a hefty number, but you know, as long as Christian Wood uh, were to be sitting out and he's doubtful, it sounds like I, I feel like Victor Oladipo 8,800 isn't that crazy. And finally, there's a big jump down to Jordan Clarkson at 6,000 and Luke Kennard at 5,500, who if he's starting, I could see being popular as well. Talk to me about the top end of shooting guard. Yeah. Bradley Beal. Uh, we saw him, the Wizards team just come back from the hole from the health and safety protocol issue the team was facing with. He was all right, but Beal, you're going to like in a short game slate just because we know what his upside can be. And when a guy is taking north of mid-20 shot attempts against this Houston team, you're going to have a ton of interest. Nothing about the Houston defense really scares me at this point as they're rolling out a bunch of guys who have either torn their ACL, torn a quad, torn an Achilles, you name it. Pretty much their starting lineup has had some significant lower body injury, it feels like. Bradley Beal. Uh, 9,900 uh, 9, on DK. Uh, what's he coming in on FanDuel? Like you said, 10,300. I like that quite a bit. Oladipo seems a little expensive to me at $8,800. Um, I like saving the $300 and going to Devin Mitchell in terms of let's see what their ownership comes in at. Oladipo with Wall, with uh, Boogie on the court. We'll see what that usage is going to be spread around. It'll be really interesting as they kind of uh, been mixing and matching who's who rests and whatnot over the ever since the uh, Harden trade when Oladipo was a new member of the Rockets. But 7900 is a much, I like that price tag on DK quite a bit. Other options to consider who have shooting guard eligibility. Uh, RJ Barrett does uh, 6600 With Barrett, you just know what the minutes are, and it's uh, you feel confident when he's getting those minutes. Granted, we saw him only play 23 minutes last time, but I do expect him to get back in the 30s again. So Barrett's someone we can obviously take a chance on. Jordan Clarkson, 6K on FanDuel. Someone who's been consistently getting mid to high 20 minutes off the bench and is the leading candidate for sixth man of the year according to the, uh, according to the betting odds, So, which is really impressive for Jordan Clarkson and this Utah team who has been playing really well collectively as a whole. Other options to consider, Alec Burks, 5,300. I think uh, seeing that he played 27 minutes uh, coming off an injury, unlike that he only took nine shot attempts. That's thanks to Emmanuel Quickly's sensational performance against Portland. But Alec Burks, 5,300 on both sites, definitely stands out to me. And uh, other cheap options to consider, uh, there's a shooting guard roulette in terms of maybe if Westbrook is limited and Jerome Robinson and Garrison Matthews on DK. 
And uh, I think another uh, cheap shooting guard option to consider is Cam Reddish. But man, when Atlanta's fully loaded and has all hands on deck, they're a tough team to really being able to be confident, being being able to predict who's going to really show out for them. But keep in mind with the Reddish situation, if Trey Young were to be out, I think he could have a chance to perform well. It's purely a price tag play. But I also like the uh, Clippers uh, salary um, saving options and potentially uh, Luke Kennard. And if Terrence Mann were to somehow get a start, I'm going to like him quite a bit. Terrence Mann. Uh, can you talk about Terrence Mann for a second? Just because he's going to be somebody that that is going to pop up in a lot of optimizers out of the middle of nowhere. The people might not know who he is. Yeah, I'm not too sure about the 4400 price tag. He's uh, marked that DK. I think that's one way to get mm-hmm. a little different on his short slate with going to Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann is someone who, uh, when given the minutes, uh, has performed well. I believe uh, in the, you know, like at the last game of the bubble, I believe mm-hmm. he went out and put Completely, a monster monster. He was, he was the winner of the slate that last game of the bubble. That's the main mm-hmm. thing that I remember about him. He's the flat min on FanDuel, which is the main reason that I bring that up. 3500 So FanDuel, the, the pricing wasn't nearly as aggressive. I mean, it was in some spots for some of these Clippers, um, but like Luke Kennard, 5500 uh, you have Serge Ibaka, 5800 but I mean, that's still pretty doable. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be wild uh, to, to see kind of how some of these guys end up uh end up showing up for for FanDuel because they're they're just not as aggressively priced as what DraftKings had but uh just wanted to touch base on Terrence Mann because if he's starting if he randomly shows up in that lineup I would want all of him at 3,500 on FanDuel is that pretty fair yeah and I would have a fair amount of interest on DK as well going back to that performance against Oklahoma City on the last game of the regular season well the bubble last year Mm -hmm. Was he put up, I believe, 59 fantasy points? And I don't expect him to do that again, obviously, if you were to start, but you can, I think, project him for at least mid 20 fantasy points. You heard it here first. Red Pack said 59 fantasy points. Terrence Mann, if he's starting, done in blood, right? Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, that's definitely right. Lock button 100%. But uh, if Terrence Mann were to start, you're going to like him quite a bit on both sides. Love it. Uh, guys, uh, I'm going to bring it up one more time. Uh, hit that like button, the subscribe button. Uh, again, we're just kind of making that push for 50K. So if you can do that for us as well. Uh, NBA packages also on the website are starting at $4.95 per week. We have a number of different pricing tier options, depending on if you're a pro, if you're just somebody who's getting your feet wet in DFS. There's a number of buy-in options to be able to kind of get the tools that you need specifically for your game and what you're looking to do. So take a look at that over at awesomeo.com slash join NBA. And uh, stop guessing, start winning. Uh, that's that's what we do over here at Osimo. So uh, getting to the top end, a small forward uh, over on FanDuel. We'll go there again. Uh, you've got RJ Barrett at seventy five hundred. So I'm curious what some of these builds are going to look at look like. I've I've only tried to like you know hand build a couple. I mean we're we're sitting. 18, 16 hours away from the start of the slate. So I'm not too concerned right now with the way my builds are looking, but uh, just kind of like a couple of deals. You're, you're punting short, small forward by default because Kawhi Leonard at 10-8 is off the slate. So 7,500 RJ Barrett is the top end of, uh, of small forward going down to Eric Gordon at 6K, who, you know, is performed admirably now that uh you got James Harden out of town uh he was a guy that I was kind of looking to to step up a little bit there and he certainly has he's been more than more than adequate I I like the 33 point uh real life point outing the other day for 37.6 so if he can get some other things going in the in the other statistical categories that would be neat and a, a great play at 6k against the Wizards uh, always a great team to be targeting. And then DeAndre Hunter 
went completely nuts at 4,500 the other day. I was very high on all the Hawks uh, in the event that Trey Young and Capella were out. We got that news very, like, much earlier than I was hoping for. But DeAndre Hunter was really the only guy who got there, uh, sitting at 44.8 for for FanDuel points, uh, a great outing in 41 minutes against Milwaukee. He'll have to play big minutes again if if Trey Young were to be out. He's, He's able to do some ball handling duties, him and Cam Reddish. So talk to me about small forward. Small forward's super, super ugly tomorrow on FanDuel. Why? Oh, I don't want to even roster anybody. We have to roster two. Batum! Be... <laughs> Just lock him. Yeah, Batum's definitely going to stand out tomorrow. I think uh, Batum's obviously leading the way in terms of salary and all things put together. $7,500 RJ Barrett. Man, when raw points are in play, you're going to have to consider him, especially on FanDuel. That's a steep price side for RJ. Batum, $5,500, I think is on a Nice, nice option. I think you're going to expect him to shop volume to definitely go up. Maybe him, he's going to be asked to facilitate a little more without no PG, without no Pat Bab, without no Ka- Kawhi. We have to consider Nicol- Nicholas Batum. Bogdanovich has been uh, coming back to life. I've been really like what I've been seeing, uh, taking uh, do- double-digit shot attempts consistently. I expect the efficiency to go up. Uh, so Bogdanovich is definitely sending out to me $5,300. I prefer him to DeAndre Hunter. Perform, he might be right now. I, I like that price tag quite a bit. He's going to be uh, decently owned for sure. Keeping uh, looking to uh, some spending down options. I, I expect Daniel House to play tomorrow. He went through practice Monday, 4K. I know we need to be able to uh, save money somewhere to get um, get a lineup out there, and maybe you go punt, punt potentially with Jay Sean Tate. <laughs> And someone else, man, it is an ugly situation. It's so bad. It is like, it is horrendous. This might be the single worst position. And seeing what FanDuel's done too, like switching over some of these guys, Batum is power forward. They, Mm -hmm. like, they graciously have moved a lot of those guys. Bogdanovich, uh, Bojan Bogdanovich has gone from power forward over to 5,300 small forward. So at least there's that. Garrison Matthews got moved over to small forward at 4,300. So he'd be popular if Westbrook were to be out. Um, my lord, what a place. I like the Kevin Porter Jr. randomly sitting there. I love playing guys at an absolute unknown spot. Like, I'm not saying that this is like my plant a flag in it, like jam them in, whatever. But 3,900, Kevin Porter, uh, he's he's able to kind of put up some some fantasy numbers in the past. I mean, not, not anything spectacular, but like, I'm happy to, on, on such a terrible position, I'm happy to take some shots on it down there. Uh, the one thing that's cu- I'm curious about, and I'm, I'm asking you because I'm not sure, and you are probably the sharpest basketball person that I know. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, I think the results speak for themselves. So 3,900 Jay Sean, or sorry, 3,800 Jay Sean Tate. Any interest? I know those, num- those, uh, those minutes just kind of disappeared the other day against Dallas. Was there anything that happened there specifically? Is there any interest you have there? Yeah, I'm going to like, um, uh, let's see what happens with that starting lineup with everyone back. I mean, Wall, Oladipo, Boogie is going to be there. I'm going to see. be curious what they do with the three and the four tomorrow. Jay Sean Tate, you're just going to have interest because you're going to have to roster two people on FanDuel. And going back to your Kevin Porter Jr. Um, uh, take, I do expect him to play for the Rockets at some point. I don't think it will be tomorrow, though. I think it's going to be some time, according to Steven Saas. Okay. He said it's going to be it takes some time. They're going to want him to be feeling comfortable get everything what's going on with him situated and get some foundation going for him to lead a new career with the Rockets. So hopefully he gets everything situated and get going over there. But since you have to roster two, it's a, in, you have to consider Jay Sean Tate because of the 
of the game over there on FanDuel. It's a different puzzle compared to DK, where you don't have to rush a two point, uh, two small forwards. Where you can consider taking um, Batum and that be it. And we need to talk about some pricing over there. But Bogdanovich, fifty nine hundred on DK, definitely mm-hmm. stands out to me. I think we can definitely consider forty seven hundred dollar Marcus Moore, small forward, power forward eligible. That's a pretty solid price tag. He's going to be willing to take his shots that he wants to take. Maybe we see some flashes of some New York Nick uh, Marcus Morris where he's priced in the mid-sixes at times. But that's uh, the small forward situation we're dealt with uh, mm-hmm. overall. It's a sad situation tomorrow. It's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, DK as well, David Nawaba is in the, like the last guy. and He was shooting guards 5,700, so I didn't even bring him up about FanDuel. But on DraftKings, he's definitely in play at 4,400. I kind of expect him to be pretty popular uh, over on, on DraftKings. So I want to make sure that I give him a shout because I, I expect him to be be pretty darn owned over there just because that gives you some of the savings at the position uh you know played 27 minutes last time out and 35 box score watchers 35.75 and 28 fantasy points his last two so thought i'd round out the position with david nawaba that should just tell you how small forward is tomorrow enjoy picking those guys uh sitting at the top in a power forward on DraftKings, so uh, a little bit better position not not by a ton but at least there's somebody to spend up for in julius randall who's been you know, every bit fantastic this season, even in like limited minutes now, 36, 33, the last two, still putting up 51, 43.25. Somebody that has an upside there. He's got a secure role for those 35, 36 minutes. So somebody that I'm happy to spend up on this option, because again, you got to spend your money somewhere. So if you're not going to be spending it, if like we don't have, like I'm assuming Westbrook's fine, but if you don't have Trey Young on this slate, if you don't have Paul George and Kawhi, which we don't, um, there's there's got to be somewhere that we go. So Julius Randle at 9,700 is fine. John Collins, if Clint Capella is out again, forty-five point seven five, that would be that would be a great spot to go with your money. I know Clint Capella is listed as questionable, but seventy-six hundred just saw a big outing for by by you know 20, 2021 standards for John Collins box scores forty-five point seven five fantasy points against Milwaukee in a tougher matchup. Now he's going up against Utah and Rudy, or sorry, not uh, not there, going up against the Clippers and their depleted uh, their depleted unit. So I'm I have more than enough interest in seventy-six hundred. John Collins and last Nicholas Batum over on DraftKings sitting there at 6,300 with DeAndre Hunter at 6,200 where they both have small forward and power forward eligibility. Talk to me about power forward a little bit. Yeah. Julius Randle, John Collins uh, leading the way in Fano, $9,700, $7,600. You're going to have to like Randle because he is the highlight stud of the day. Uh, how weird that does that sound on the power forward situation. So <laughs> yay, uh, he's been really good all year. Been very, very solid. And, You'll take 40 fantasy points tomorrow from uh, power forward uh, just because of how devastating this slate is going to be. Uh, I'm excited for it when you put it that way, though. Like, it is so... And and as we've been progressing on, it's gotten uglier. And and center could just be a two-horse position in a lot of ways. But continue on. Yeah, I think we got to have interest in uh, Randall. Collins, uh, we'll see what the ownership comes in at and... Definitely check out the uh, ownership projections throughout the day because it really, really help. I mean, these uh, when these slates get smaller and smaller, it really help you navigate through them and pinpoint different things that can happen. Sergi Baca is fifty eight hundred dollars. We're gonna have to like him. I think he's gonna take on a bigger role tomorrow with this um, without PG and Kawhi. I think we need to consider him. But Marcus Morris at that price, I think we're gonna have to consider him one of the better power forward options on the day. No one else has really standing out to pay down for outside of Morris. Uh, on DK, 
I'm currently not interested in going down past Morris. I think you can take chances with O'Neal. Gallinari's, I feel like, will be continue to be on a minutes restriction. Um, but no one else really I'm that interested in. No chance on P.J. Tucker right now or Daniel House over there. I have, I have a gross one. You ready for a gross one? He's yeah, power forward it's... eligible only on DraftKings, only power forward. Solomon Hill is 3,100. If Clint Capella's out, Solomon Hill will be the unknown, unplayed out of the grouping of guys. Uh, Again, it's a three-game slate, so I bet he still gets some ownership. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. I saw that. 3,100 Solomon Hill can spike a random upside out of the middle of nowhere. Uh, You know, a decent enough three-point shooter, but he's had a couple games earlier in the year where he shot like five or seven threes, um, you know, made three in a couple of those. So somebody who can, on DraftKings, where you get the three-point bonus, he just basically sits around the edge and, and chucks a couple threes here and there. Uh, could could get you a couple of assists just by f- pure default. So 3,100, if Capella's out, I'll have some interest there. Uh, what a way to finish out Power Forward on my end. Uh, anything else for you? How do you feel about Solomon Hill tomorrow? <laughs> I wasn't laughing at your Solomon Hill uh, oh, okay, considerations. Good. I was laughing at that Isaac Bonga has cracked the 4K salary threshold on both sites. With that, let's go to center position. My dear, sweet, sweet Lord. All right. Sitting at the top end of of FanDuel. So this is fun. Uh, I I just making sure if you're looking at this for the first time, like really look at this. Clint Capella is 10,500. Okay, cool. Uh, He's getting triple doubles with blocks now. He does crazy things we've seen <laughs> his last four games i'm just laughing sorry 56 55 79.2 and 68.8 i mean those are nikola jokic like numbers those are just things that i didn't expect out of clint capella i knew he would have a lot of opportunity once he got healthy here in atlanta i didn't expect this so that's a thing so 10,500. enjoy uh sitting at 8300 you've got rudy gobert against the knicks mitchell robinson they play slow but it doesn't really impact gobert's game uh in a lot of ways i still feel pretty darn good about him up against mitchell robinson uh he's he's fine but the real guy that you're looking at down here is 7200 boogie cousins we have an inflated price tag on him there 7200 but coming off of a game where we saw him last two games 32 and 29 minutes which are beautiful things and really the only things that matter considering Boogie's one of the highest fantasy point-per-minute guys in the NBA period. So talk to me about DeMarcus Cousins and then Clint Capella 10-5. Any interest if he goes? God, uh, Clint Capella 10,500 on a three-game slate. is in, He has to be in consideration because <laughs> oh Fandio, I know. only roster one, but... With Boogie Cousins, uh, especially on FanDuel center position, it's so important to be able to get the highest scoring center on a short slate. Boogie Cousins can be just that if you were to get mid-30 minutes um, against this pretty woeful Washington front court. I don't see the likes of Robin Lopez, Alex Len, Jordan Bell slowing him down whatsoever. Hopefully, Boogie gets to ride. Uh, We'll see how that ends up going because, look, all hands are on deck for uh, Houston tomorrow. Oladipo, Gordon, John Wall, they're all there. It's going to be really interesting to see how that ends up uh, playing out and who gets the shots and what not against this really, really bad Wizards defense. I, uh, I'm Cous- looking down Cousins here at the bottom 6K? two. So so let's let's talk about it this way, just because we've got a little extra time. We're, we're only at 26 minutes here so far. Uh, 
is there anybody underneath Bookie Cousins other than Mitchell Robinson? We'll, we'll put 5,800 Mitchell Robinson on FanDuel specifically where you're only playing one center. Would you have any interest in shares of somebody else beneath that, period? Below Boogie Cousins? Below I Boogie. think in terms, of, in terms of a roster constriction build, I'll have to consider what else can happen if I were to play um, someone cheaper than him. It, it will give you a unique build, which is important on a three-game slate to consider. Mm-hmm. So... That's why I would only consider that uh, situation. So okay. and with the depleted uh, Clippers team, I, I doubt we see any Baka Zubach front court. Maybe yeah. Zubach gets an extra few minutes because uh, of it. I don't, I'm not too sure what's going to end up happening with Ty Lue over there and what he's going to do with that front court rotation and the rotation in general. That is like figuring out that rotation will be a huge, huge key to the slate. And it's first game off the bat for us. Uh, I'm looking at any other center. I, we saw Alex Len play 20 minutes. Uh, Kongwa for Atlanta ended up in the starting lineup the other day. So if, if Capella's out, he's 4K as well. Problem is you're not getting that many minutes over there. Over on DraftKings, Kongwa is 3,200 and Len's 3,300. They might provide pivots to be able to have, have some kind of an upside at other positions possibly. So those are two guys that I'm just kind of like targeting. And if you're looking, you know, where you can play two centers over on, on DraftKings, being able to mix them in. But you've got such advantageous pricing on, on Boogie Cousins at 6K, Serge Ibaka 6,600. Uh, you can play Capella 9,400, much more realistic and like a real price tag that makes sense to me over on DraftKings. So might have a little bit more interest. Uh, what do you think about two centers over on DraftKings tomorrow? Yeah, I really like the Gobert price tag, $7,200. I I don't even mind the $8,300 price tag on FanDuel. I think may, finding a way to get to Gobert might be unique. And the way it sounds, I definitely like saving $2,200 tomorrow and finding a way to jam in a few extra studs and other positions on FanDuel. Uh, Capella at 10500 man, if he's going to go out and put up another triple-double with the blocks, I guess I'll I'll just have to live with that, but I I got I can't believe that's going to keep, keep on happening. I will take the under on I don't know less fifty five fantasy points tomorrow, hopefully. Ooh. But he's gone fifty four, fifty four, seventy six, and sixty three. That is more impressive than maybe a Harden line or Damian Lillard line. It's been really really impressive what Capella has done the last yeah. four games out. It's crazy. Uh, enjoy, everybody. That's that's all I think we got for today. Kept it under a nice tight 30 minutes. Fun three-game slate. Any parting thoughts for the people? Yeah, it's a three-game slate. Check out at Awesome NBA for all the news throughout the day. Uh, we'll have some free content for you guys to check out some of our free tools. So we want some people who want to experience uh, the products. Uh, check out the free tools at the Awesome NBA Twitter handle. And uh, hit the subscribe button, the like button. All of that is really appreciated. Thank you so much yet again for tuning in. Yeah, we've got a great following. We've got a great group of people. We appreciate all your nice comments, all the nice things that you guys have had to say. And we're just looking forward to, you know, putting out putting out the best product we can for you, something that can be useful going into tomorrow to just get your research started, to get your process going. So uh, it never hurts to have one of the best in the business in RINPAC being able to provide you with uh, with the bulk of the thoughts. So uh, I'm glad to be I'm glad to be along here for the ride. So with that, that's all we got for today. We'll catch you back here tomorrow for Wednesday's bigger slate, but uh, should be a fun one tomorrow. Go clean Capella. We'll see you later.